What's up, ladies and gentlemen and others? Welcome to Chloe Across America. Woo! Yes, that's right. I'm excited to be here. We're going to have so much fun this evening. Um, we're joined by such great guests. Um, thank you all for being here in the audience. Hi, everybody. Let me say hi to folks. You know, I actually, Tim, you know what? I need Tim. I need some like, like nice, like, let me say hi to everybody music. Yeah, right. I need like a little like welcome co Americans like they did in Romper Room. I'm aging myself. Whatever. All right. Who do we have here? First up, Gabe. Hey, big Gabe. What's up? Thank you for being here. Renina, Damara, Bryce's. What's up? C E Celis Celestine. I don't want to I don't wanna make Sam saying your name wrong. C Celestine. Uh, what's up, Brooke? Allison. Hey y'all. Hey, Miss A. Quentin, welcome. Allison, welcome. All right. Let me tell y'all um, what I've been up to these past couple days. Um, I understand that this past week was Valentine's Day. It didn't do anything. I, I was just out of my business. But what I decided to do to love myself, not like that, keep your mind out of the gutter. To love myself, I decided to go on a juice cleanse for several days. I'm still on it. I'm on day four. I started Monday morning. I like to start things on Monday morning. I don't know what, I don't know if that's like the slacker in me. Cause I'm like, Monday is my day that I'm, that's my start of the week is Monday. So I've been juicing all of my meals since Monday. And let me tell you something. Okay. Number one, I've lost 12 pounds in two days. That's number one skin glowing. All right. I just have a little bit of foundation on powder. Cause I was like shining bright, like a diamond. Um, other thing that they, people don't tell you when they go on juice cleanses, I'm gonna keep it funky with y'all is that you end up pooping a lot. Okay. And the weird thing about it is after four days of not eating any solid foods and you still pooping, you like, yo, what was inside of me dog? What was inside of this body? Okay. I'm telling you, you know, the intestines can like wrap around the earth or some goofy shit. I don't remember. Don't quote me, but something was up in there. So I decided that I'm going to stay on this juice cleanse um, until I feel like I have purged everything out of my body. Really, my marker is my tongue. I'm not even going to stick my tongue out, but they said that if your tongue is not like a pure pink tongue, then you probably have some stuff in your body. And so once my tongue is like nice and pink, then I'm like, okay, I know that I'm totally reset my body. So if anybody out there is, <laughs> Brooke said, uh, candy bars from 1993. Was, Shut up, Brooke. <laughs> I don't eat candy bars. I really don't. Um, but if anybody out there is trying to figure out, okay, how to um, like cleanse their body. And I know there's a lot of people and I, I don't want to like, I don't want to like, I don't want to, what's the word? Like, shit on anybody's hustle. Cause I know that there's a lot of people out there who like sign up with me, get my booklet. You know, like I can give you all the things that you need to do to like lose weight and go vegan. Don't pay for that stuff. I, I, I know. I understand it. I, I understand that you want to support, but if you don't have it, that doesn't mean that you can't do what you need to do in order to like start healing your body. Right. Because there's so many free resources online. There's so many juice recipes online. If you go on Pinterest and do vegan cleanse, it's all these articles. That's where I found the one that I'm doing now. I take, um, six to seven juices a day. You drink water. If you want, you can also add like a, a broth, like a hot soup broth li liquid only. It's to give you something warm to switch it up a bit. And 
you'll figure it out. So if you have any questions, hit me up and I'll like send you the recipes that I'm using because I'm just going to, you know, keep doing it and, you know, see what happens to my health, my mind and my body. I want to like talk to trees. That's my goal. I want to be so clear and so open. I'm just like, what's up that tree? What you said there? Palm tree. What's up? Okay. All right. That's all that's going on with me and working and living life and watching the news. And we're going to be roasting the headlines later today with two funny comedians, Dave Lester and Johnny Thompson, um, representing both coasts, my homie from back East and my new soon to be hopefully a comedian comrade out here on the West Coast. So I look forward to that. But before we get started, um, it is my pleasure to have this conversation with our first guest this evening. Um, She and I go way back Okay, way back, like now laters in Apple Jacks. Okay. Um, and I am so happy that she is able to join us this evening because she is an amazing attorney based out of Indiana. There's more than Indiana, there's more to Indiana than Mike Pence. So please don't even, I don't want y'all to be like, oh, Indiana. Um, please welcome to the show. Give a nice big round of applause for Fatima Johnson Esquire. Hey. Hey. Hi, Chloe. Hold on, Fatima. I just want to ask you, okay, Fatima, I want to know how much did you charge me to sue Tim, my producer, for not having the right background up when when how much would you charge me to sue him for fucking I'll do, up? I'll do a pro bono. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> they just Get gotta learn. Your asses off this show right now. <laughs> it's gonna be the Tim show. Yo, chill out. Shut up, Tim. Fatima, thank you so much for being here. Um, I am so glad that you're here. Fatima and I, Fatima and I grew up legit. Grew up together. That is, yeah, <laughs> your building was right across from mine. Right yes, across, legit. Right? And, <laughs> and we grew up in a Hasidic Jewish neighborhood. So y'all know my story. So it was only a handful of us, uh, black mm-hmm. and Hispanic folks, that were not Orthodox Jews, and we stuck tight. <laughs> so uh, Fatima, Fatima moved away. Um, yes. We both kept in touch throughout the years thanks to social media. And I saw that her name was coming up in these really big news articles coming out of Indiana with police brutality. And she was defending all of these high profile cases. And I was like, I cannot wait to have her on my show. So can you tell us what is going on in Indiana and how you are holding it down for the cause? I've been asking what is going on in Indiana since I got to Indiana, (laughs) but it's, um, Basically, a lot. Um, right now, we're working on a, a few cases my firm has. Um, you you may have heard of uh, a young man who streamed live on Facebook and was um, pursued and ultimately killed by a police officer. His name is Dre John Reed, and um, we represent the family for, for that case. Um, so once we started representing that family, people just started popping up with, with, with issues that really this... Um, I knew that I could not, you mm. know, not help and not be involved. Um, we represent a, a gentleman in, um, actually two gentlemen in Lafayette, Indiana. Um, both were mauled by a police dog, same officer. Um, um, this one of the gentlemen in particular, the dog took hold of his neck and did a whole bunch of damage to him, as you can imagine a dog would do on your neck. and. They just, you know, let the dog chill out on his neck for a bit. And then, you know, he barely made it, but he's still, he's, he's still alive. Thank, uh, thank God. Um, we also represent a family whose, whose, uh, 
loved one. He was a f- father of 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 uh, six children. He had a wife. He was uh, um, a brother, uh, a son, and he was killed um, after being beaten in uh, in jail here in Indiana. So there's been um, there's been case after case pop up, and we haven't been able to take them all. But it's really just indicative of the you know, of what's going on in the streets. Absolutely. And I think that's why I really wanted to have this conversation because a lot of times, you know, now that we have a new president in the White House, people are like, oh, finally, justice is going to happen and all these things are going to change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because our last president was so inequipped and he dominated the news for a while during this pandemic, people really believed that there wasn't police brutality going on. Yeah. And you know what? People believe that beforehand, too. It's it, it's a shame that there had to, there has to be so much happening. There has to be you have to have a videotape. You have to have you have to empty out your pockets. You have to be this perfect victim. You have to do all of these things have to kind of align for people just to believe that this is happening. I don't think um, many black people in America are surprised about what's happening. It's just a little bit more live. You know, 24 mm-hmm. seven TV now. So. Yeah. And so since you started um, with these high profile police brutality cases defending these victims, Mm -hmm. do you see a change in the jury process or now that people are kind of more aware that like racism is real and it wasn't in the, you know, imagination of black and brown people's minds? You know, it's it's really I really don't. I don't see a change. And the change is 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 going to be slow coming. Um, And I know people have been saying that since since. Since way before we were around, that the change is slow and to hold on for the change. And I promised everyone that I was going to be not going to be my cynical self today. So I want to be I'm going to be positive and, to, and, you know, it's a new year. But um, usually a lot of time with juries, a lot of times with jury selection, people who look like you and me don't show up. Mm-hmm. And they don't participate in the jury process. And so. um there's still a segment of the population that believe that everything is made up. I represent a young lady and um, she was, uh, she goes to, uh, to high school here in Indiana in a, in a suburb just North of Indianapolis. And she, she spent three years of her four years in high school being called out of a name, being, um, being harassed, with messages sent to her, all of these things. And it's just like the administration just would not believe that this was happening. And when this summer, when it became kind of public and everyone was kind of like, yes, social justice, yes, racial equity. Um, on the internet, there was a page that started where it was kind of bringing attention to the, to the ills that were happening at this particular school. And um, they, the school administration was very upset to know that she was involved and that other black students and Asian students and Hispanic students were involved and said they were bullying the students that were calling them, uh, I'll just say the N word, calling them um, other words too, but they were bullying them for bringing this to to the attention of the public. Mm. And so how does your job change now because of the public eye, because of social media? What are things that you had to take on that you didn't learn in law school because now you're dealing with the court of public opinion, which is magnified? 
Well, I was talking to someone about law school the other day and you don't, I remember I graduated from a law school. I saw some, I took the bar exam, passed. I ran into a, a old professor of mine on the street. She was out, she was a little tipsy. So she was telling the truth. She was <laughs> like, congratulations. Welcome to minimal competency. And <laughs> that was basically it. You don't learn a lot of things in law school. Actually, most of the things that I implement as far as dealing with people and 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 really just dealing with my people in um which are people who are marginalized in America cuz I deal with I deal with not just uh I deal with I have black clients I have brown clients I have you know I deal with the the immigrant community a lot um a lot of the things I learned I learned from I did hair before I was a, before I was a lawyer and a lot of those personal face-to-face conversations you learn from doing from doing things like that from having to have those conversations with people from treating people like people so you don't learn that in law school mm-hmm. you don't learn that in law school at all and actually they sometimes in law school they encourage you to be a jerk like oh when you're a lawyer you have this personality and they encourage you to be a jerk so um and and that carries on that that personality car- carries on after law school when you're a lawyer, when you're practicing and it carries on and it, you see it, you see it's a it's a personality that some judges have as well. So it doesn't just stop. And that's where um, a lot of the thing, a lot of the things that uh, that a lot of lawyers, a lot of black lawyers, a lot of minority lawyers are trying to do is make sure that they are, you know, that there's people who look like you and me who are being who are judges who are in courtrooms that um, can actually put a face and put a, um, and put a, and, and, and treat people like humans, put a face to, you know, the, the people who become in front of them. Yeah. And so what is your hope going into this new year, this new administration? Do you feel like there is a real tide that is shifting now that we have, you know, the DOJ that's not doing the betting, you know, the bidding of a megalomaniac? Or do you think that there's so many breadcrumbs left around that it's going to take years to clean up the mess? I would say the latter. I would say that anyone who says this is a post-Trump era is speaking too quickly. Um, there's all of the policies are still in place. Trump appointed, I would say, about 54 federal judges, mm-hmm. whereas Obama in his two terms appointed 55. Yeah. And um and those are lifetime and was, appointments. Though that's lifetime the- appointments. Yeah. And he was, and they were smart enough. Usually, what 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 um, Democrats do when they're in office is appoint judges who are older. Hmm. And they were smart enough to appoint younger judges. You have judges in their thirties, judges in their forties, and that judges and, who've never even tried cases like old right. Bird. right. So, but they're going to be there for, and then and they they come and they bring their ideology, and they have law clerks, and they have other people who work for them and they influence law for years and years to come. And if, I mean, if you, uh, they always said, if you want to be really, if you want to be really, really upset, if you want to be really, really upset about the justice system, go to law school, learn what they, what, how, what, what's actually happening and the logic and the reasoning that goes behind the laws that we have. Um, it was difficult for me in law school because I came in and they and they give you speeches. This is like every school you go through the same thing. You you get speeches about independent thinking and, and how, you know, you're supposed to argue your position. And that's what we have to learn. We have to learn how to argue our position. I'm really good at arguing my position. <laughs> <laughs> but 
really to get through law school and um, to get that A on the on the on the exam, you learn that it's much like other schools sometimes where where you kind of have to regurgitate what the professor is saying. Yeah. And you kind of go go ahead. I'm sorry. We have a we have a question from the audience. Um, do you think there should be term limits to these federal judge appointments? There definitely should be. There definitely should be. Um, because I mean, this the tide changes and mm-hmm. and sometimes people hold on to beliefs. Some um, you know, it wasn't that long ago when when people were not con- when 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 people who look like you and me when our um when our family members weren't considered as humans. Yeah. And that was a, a you know, that was something that judges upheld that we weren't considered as full humans, as few as full men and women. And so sometimes, you know, there just has to be a shift. Yeah. Um, so term limits are good. I don't think that I don't necessarily think that that judges should run for office, but you know, because that's a whole nother thing, because then because now you're a politician. Yeah, but absolutely. There definitely should be some some limitations. And so just so folks know, um, if they have any questions about you and they are located in the state of Indiana, they can go to your website, vitalvisa.com for more of your amazing work and your cases and to learn more about how they can contact you. And so what is the current state of Indiana? Because Mike Pence burned it down to the ground on his way to Capitol Hill. (laughs) Look, let me tell you, the the newest thing, that the newest hubbub has been... um, I don't know if you heard there was a um, a job description that was put out by the formerly known as the Indianapolis uh, Museum of Art. Now it's known as Newfields. And the job, this, the job description, which was approved by the CEO, apparently, because he uh, he didn't uh, he apologized by not apologizing. And they said that he they wanted to target their core white art audience. And this is the state of in, this is the state of Indiana. Things like that happen all the time. Basically, upholding white supremacy, based things like that. And you know, there's just a lot of work to be done. So, if, so I still encourage people to come move to. The, I'm shivering now because it's cold in here. It's cold here. <laughs> but I still encourage people who want to get their hands dirty to come here and and work because there's a lot of work to be done. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Fatima. It was thank a pleasure you. seeing you. We have to connect. I am so proud of you, and I'm so glad you're out here doing the work. Thank and you. I'm proud of you, too. Thank you, and I'd love to have you back so we can talk about more amazing things that you're accomplishing in the great state of Indiana. Go Hoosiers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Right, bye. <laughs> Give it up for Fatima. Oh, I'm so proud of her, and she's doing really good work. So support her and follow her on all of her platforms um, to help her build her, you know, her her profile because you know you know there's a lot of there's a lot of uh black men lawyers who who quick fast jump on a case and get on tv and start doing all little hot quotes so let's support fatima because she's saying some really good stuff all right are you guys ready to roast the headlines no i got it i need here you go are we are we ready to roast the headlines okay good all right ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the show to Super funny comedians. I cannot wait to hear their takes on these on these uh, headlines this week because they're all over the place. Um, please welcome to the show comedian Dave Lesta and John Nathan. Hello. What's happening? How you doing? Hey. Oh, is this a, I look like an old lady. Okay. This what is, is that? That's just your that's tag. Just your, the tag. <laughs> you got you got fresh, fresh I headphones. I'm gonna run out and get some fresh headphones. Uh, <laughs> 
Because I, I was gonna, I was gonna be sending people one headphone. It was gonna be uh, quite messy. It was gonna be are, different. You gonna, are you gonna take them back? Because you could take the tag off unless no, you. No, I'm, I'm hold on to them. I, I got, I got something. I was, you know, I don't buy nothing that I, I'm gonna hurt myself with. <laughs> I'm cheap. <laughs> okay, so uh, Dave. Hmm. I just want to say this publicly. Dave held me down when I first started stand-up comedy. When I first, Janae, when I first started stand-up comedy, girl, and I was wet behind both ears. Everybody okay. was like, if you want to get on stage, you need to hit up Dave Lester because he got all the shows. He got all the rooms. And he is, you know, especially for a woman, he is uh, supportive and encouraging. So, Dave, I want to give you your flowers. Now... It. No scandals either. No scandals. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dave, for giving me all of the stage time when I was early and getting getting my shit together. Well, you are, you proved, you, you distinguish yourself as one of the hardest working quick studies in the game. You outworked everybody. And then you happen to be uh, fucking amazing. So that worked out. Thank you. I no appreciate problem. it. And um, we're about to curse? Because I, yes, you know, you have to, you 10 o'clock. I stayed up late. I, I expect to curse. <laughs> um, and, and as soon as New York opens back up, Dave is going to have a bunch, of, a bunch of rooms. I'm sure he is always doing great shows and like mixing it up too. Like he was like the first person that I saw that was doing burlesque dancing and comedy show, yes, he wasn't doing burlesque. Yes. Well, he was I doing burlesque. I was curating shows, but yeah, uh, I, I think uh, burlesque and, and stand up comedy uh, are two of the really last uh, true art forms. And uh, you know, everybody loves to laugh, and everybody loves to, to you know, I'm with it, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. You know, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with saying a little bit of titty before you do your punchlines, that's little shimmy. <laughs> We keep the tassels on, people, just so there's no Me Too stuff going on. Yeah, we there keep you the go. tassels on. There you on. go. Tassels and, on. Uh, tassels on. Um, Even for the men. The men keep the tassels on, too. And little jock, jock socks. That, that's always... I don't even know what that is. But you got to expand your variety. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a also, new world. It's a new world. It's definitely a new world. Also joining us is Miss Thompson, who I have not had the pleasure of meeting in person, but I've heard so many great things, and I really love her uh, stand-up, and she can sing. Oh. I'm so jealous. Um, where can people uh, watch your stuff and, and get to know who you are? Yes, um, please keep up with me on YouTube. Definitely trying to grow my channel. Um, Facebook, you can just search my first and last name, John A. Thompson. I do hang out a lot on Instagram um, at John A. The Queen. So J-O-N-N-A-E. And Chloe, we have met. We got a chance to do the Crack of My Podcast. Um, oh, oh listen. Before. Now, girl, you got to forgive me for that because the Crack of My Podcast used to have like 50 niggas in the room. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I know very... A revolving door. So yes, I uh, thank you for reminding me. Okay, because that was great. It was fun, but it was a lot of people, and I was just visiting, and I just ended up like being in a chair for. Yeah. People were like, who is she? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just sitting here. Talking. I gotta say though, the conversation before this was a little triggering. Um, I do believe that burlesque and comedy go great together, but um, Super Bowl Sunday, I was booked to do a burlesque event oh. before, and they they bumped me. I got bumped for strippers, Chloe. Could you imagine my self-esteem? Like I was like, am I not hot enough? Am I not? Damn. See, yeah. okay. You gotta I'm do so your sorry. own. Listen, yeah. Dave, yeah. Janae, y'all gotta link up. 
and let him handle, you know, the burlesque part, yes. and then you do well, anything you do. I'm, I'm, I'm out the burlesque lingerie? game. Listen, I wear lingerie every day. I'm ready for the shenanigans. <laughs> I'm I'm out the game. I'm out the stripper game. I just write jokes and trying to pitch something. That's, really that's yeah, I, I'm I'm a little older now. You know. I can't. That was me too. Don't scared everybody away. He's... <laughs> All right, so we got some me too stories this evening. Okay, so this first story starting up, we got to talk about Texas, y'all. Okay, Texas oh. has been going through it, and you know how hard it is as a comedian to not want to roast the fuck out of the state of Texas for all that's going on right now. It is, it is so hard. Let's look at this stat. This is um, how many people were out of power over the last couple of days, actually 24 hours. At one point it was 2.8 million, million customers who did not have any power in the state of Texas. And now it's around 600,000 allegedly. Cause you know, they'll do like not have power in the black and brown parts. And they'd be like, everybody got power. So people are like, we, we not really trusting y'all. Go to the next slide, Tim. Um, this is why Texas is fucked up in the game right now. Because many years ago, they essentially succeeded, succeeded yeah, from, from the rest of the country because in their, Texas has been on this big kick of wanting to be independent of the United States of America. And so what they did was they separated themselves from the grid and America, all Americas, North America, up into Canada and down into Mexico is pretty much on two parallel grids. And so it helps if anything happens, you can get power from another part. So in New York City, remember Dave, when we had the blackout, we were like waiting for upstate New York and Canada yeah. to like charge our shit up when we didn't have power. Give us so, a jump. Yeah, <laughs> boots. Um, a nice Canadian boots. Um, but since Texas is independent, all their power, all their power lies on their shoulders. And it's a little fucked up in the game. Let's look at how bad the the temperature is in Texas. Oh. Some toilet froze and overflowed. Oh my. This next person on what Twitter. I don't know, right? I'm like, damn, they doing the juice cleanse too. Um, <laughs> How about all the outside? Yeah, that's that Dr. Sebi diet. <laughs> um, this next or this post, uh, post on, on Twitter I said. This is how cold it is in my apartment. As a Texan, yes, I'm certainly not built to do this. Y'all, what are the people of Texas supposed to do? That was a ghost VIP room. Uh, that was uh, <laughs> as a native Californian, my whole brain right now is just like, yeah. and all the charts, Chloe. I'm not smart like y'all. I was like pretending like I was going along. I'm like, I don't know what this shit look like. Chinese. Right. That looked like a uh, <laughs> that like a waiting room for the afterlife. <laughs> yes, like, this is yeah. how long the love happens when you want to be independent. When you want to do everything by yourself, you got to remember you're gonna need help. Putting your fitted sheets on. At that's, night. A strong, that's a strong red state. <laughs> this is Congress Day. And so this is the crazy thing. Their former governor, uh, Rick Perry, went on the news the other day and he was like, Y'all should basically, he was like, Y'all should just be okay with being cold because if y'all complain about being cold, then the feds will want to come in here and check our power system. And everybody was like, Yes, absolutely, absolutely, we want them to come in here and check this power system. But you know, because there's probably so many crooks getting money, they right. don't want he, 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 they stash money in the grid and they don't want <laughs> they stash all the bodies. <laughs> yes. Jimmy Hoffa in that damn Texas Everybody grid. in there, yeah. It's just hard to believe because isn't Texas supposed to be like, like really 
like the OGs of having all the resources, the gas, all that. I'm like, I'm how is this happening? Because people yeah, are scared they, off the top. They should do a new a remake of Dallas now. Oh, <laughs> oh that's Dallas. Different. Be different. Well, the crazy thing about this also is when you talk about the crooks and how people are taking money. Mm. Um, the members of the board of their power association, whatever it's called, like E-E-R-O-T, um, E-R-O-T, I don't know what it's called. Um, most of them who are on the board don't even live in the state of Texas. That's so right. when you have people who don't even live in the state of Texas on, on in charge of the power source for the state of Texas, that goes to show you just, a, as I like to say, a swindle is in the mist. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of uh, white cops that patrol black neighborhoods they don't live in. It's the same oh. shit. Like, why would we care? It's like the the, the uh, landlords, the apartment managers who don't live in the building. They don't right. care like, that it's roaches. Feels good to me. Feels all right to me. It's forty degrees. <laughs> What's that? What is that movie? What was it? Who's a short guy? Not Danny DeVito, but the other short guy. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. He had to go live in the building. <laughs> he was a slumlord. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Joe's apartment or something like that. No, was Joe's apartment was uh uh the roaches. The roaches. Same shit. Um, <laughs> Same another slumlord. Yeah, place in the Bronx. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I remember that. I remember the movie you talking about. So to 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 point out just how delusional uh, GOP uh, Republicans are, your man Ted Cruz. Let's pull this up. Your man Ted Cruz <laughs> got busted big time because someone was in the airport when he decided that he was going to take his family. This <laughs> <laughs> is now. <laughs> So applying commercial to escape the state that you represent that goes to show you he he not even in the top percent of the GOP because the top percent of the GOP would have had a private jet you want to see yeah this and this ain't even a good airline they not he, even spaced out he had like, to wait for road he had the road from rail 27 through 38 like he had, <laughs> he had to wait two other rows now, the backlash was so bad. Okay, the I mean, I have not seen people unionize on 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 hating someone so quickly on Twitter. Uh, not even Black Twitter was this fast. White Twitter was like Ted Cruz got the go. He came back so fast. This is him this morning. He changed his flight. He was originally supposed to fly back Sunday. He changed his flight to at six a.m. this morning. Came back to America. Also asked for a police escort because he knew he was gonna get some hard ass snowballs to the dome. <laughs> snowballs. <laughs> I mean, at that point, if you there, you just you know just I right now at that point. You got it. That's what I'm saying, Dave. If you were Ted Cruz in this situation <laughs> and you picked up your family and went to Cancun because you ain't had no heat, would you come back or would you double down and stay and be like, I'll see y'all niggas on Look, Monday? I had I already had this lined up. You ever you ever take you ever uh, book a flight and you ain't got the days? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't. It's non-refundable. Yeah, it's non-refundable. This it is what it is, Janae. Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> oh, I was like, what just happened? I thought, I was like, oh my God, my computer. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. Too. We, have, we have special effects and stuff on this. Show. I love that. Right. Yes, no, definitely play, played himself. Um, but I noticed like a lot of times, a lot of politicians will dip out when shit gets real. Wasn't Trump like playing golf and stuff? Like, you, they do this. They're like, <laughs> They're never in the office. <laughs> you know, never like, in the office when it goes down. I don't understand struggle. 
And, you know, the crazy thing is, like, the people that were defending him on Twitter, white people defending him on Twitter were saying, like, well, what is he supposed to do? Do y'all not know what politicians' jobs are? Like, get on the phone, call somebody. Resources. Yes. You call people and say, can we get generators? My district needs this. Or open up your business because I know who you are. You gave me $100,000 on my last campaign. Open up your church, Joe Osteen. Oh, that's that was a side no, but for real, you you preaching that was that. shady as hell. That was, that I, was can't shady. That was I can't. I mean, I even got my mama to stop liking him. My job is done. I'm going to heaven. Listen, yeah, yeah you basically uh, got the golden ticket. <laughs> to help the people. No waiting room. Yo, Osteen is he proven? He, he had proven himself to be like a, a hustler, and people still rock with him. Like, never mind. Well, you know, I it must don't be know. great I to be know. white and have a great head of hair. I don't know. Listen. No, people just forgive pastors quicker. Like you, pastors get forgiven way quicker than rappers, comedians, like for real. Comedians, you remember that yeah. pastor was caught eating the poom poom on YouTube? He, his membership. Oh, the black cow. Yeah, that was like two years ago. Right. I, I went to his church that next Sunday. I'm not going to lie. Was like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody was in there. Oh, the whole congregation, no draws. <laughs> he definitely was eating poom poom on social media. Hell, though. Well. He was he was softening it too. He was softening it. But see, that's the ego. See, that's the ego of people like that, like the Joe Osteens, the Pastor Poom Poom, and Ted Cruz. They really think that they just are never going to be held accountable. And so far, they don't be wrong. Well, speaking of someone who needs to be held accountable, uh, Shia LaBeouf's ex-girlfriend, um, FKA Twigs, Sabra. I did not know until today that's how you said this woman's name. I was fuck like, fucker. That's twigs. what I thought too. I like um, fucker twigs. But yeah, fucker twigs is, I definitely was going to have fucker twigs. Um, but it's formerly known as twigs. It's, you know, whatever. Oh, okay. not, I don't want to dismiss her name, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, she recently did an interview with Elle magazine where she talked about her relationship with the child star who's an A-lister, Shia LaBeouf. And it was a very dysfunctional, narcissistic, and abusive relationship. In the article with Elle, um, she talked about how he isolated her from her family, how he made her sleep naked. And before bed, he made her watch like really um, negative, like rape movies and documentaries where people being bludgeoned and killed. And he kept a gun by the side of his bed and he wouldn't let her talk to her friends. And so my question is, I don't want to dwell on this too long. I'm glad that she spoke up, but I want to know, do you think that Hollywood is going to treat this situation any differently? Because we've had the Me Too movement. We've been sitting in the house. So many people are talking about lawsuits. You see all of the women from um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel talking about Joss Whedon, who Ray Fisher has been, you know, dragging for the past two years to be saying that he was treating people wrong on set. Like, do you think anything is going to change? Uh, as far as this woman goes, like you said, there's a line of people with all these other things happening uh, imminently. It's, uh, just stay with it. Uh, stay with it. Don't, yeah, don't, don't waver. Story. Don't waver. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't, I don't think he's going to get hit with the same treatment. Um, I, I think even Stevens is still on Disney Channel. Like, you know what I mean? Like when it comes to- I, I ain't gonna front. He was, he was killing it on even Steven. He was funny. Like, he was. I'm not gonna play. He was. I had a crush on Shia, R.I.P. You know, I did. But the thing is, I feel like A, he's, he's a white man and that's a black woman too. So mm-hmm. it's just like in the court of law, the shit don't look the same. Just like when you're applying for a home, the shit don't look the same. Just, you know what I mean? It's, 
I feel like it's going to be one of those situations. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope she gets justice. You know, she, she sued him. She sued him in December. Um, and what I appreciate about her, like you said, Dave's like staying, staying in line. Like she sued him in December. She did this magazine cover. She's doing a press tour talking about how ain't shit nigga is. So hopefully some things may shake and he's already admitted that he has substance abuse problems and tempers and other people who have not wanted to work with him. So, I mean, do you think that there's something to like being a narcissist that makes you a good actor? Uh, I think as an actor, as a, you know, I mean, I'm no major, I'm no actor at all. There's a, there's a thin line between great actor and dysfunctional person. I mm -hmm. mean, and I think, they borrow from each other, and sometimes there's a there's an overlap. Yeah, uh, I mean, I look at Jack Nicholson, who's you know played crazy how many times now, and uh, I don't think he's playing. Oh yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I heard some crazy stories. You know what I love? I love when Hollywood stars get older, when they not they're not worried about like the public. Yeah, when they don't give a fuck no more, <laughs> and they start telling stories because like he did some yeah. fucked up. And Angelica Houston, like he was dating Angelica Houston and told her he was going to take her out, but then called and said she was sick. And this, he was at dinner with a whole nother woman. And this is before social media. So somebody got it from their table across the restaurant, got on a payphone, called to like Angelica. Yeah, they go. Put the coins in. Over here. Clams. So hopefully, hopefully things will change. But let me tell you something. I wish a man would try to come in my life, tell me I got to sleep naked and watch a bitch get raped before I go to sleep. I'm burning the entire house down. I heard he was counting kisses. Like it's 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 spooky. It's yeah, and and this also piggybacks on our conversation last week, Chloe Americans, about Malcolm and Marie, right? And so that is what I want people to realize. Even if you don't like um, the story of Malcolm and Marie, it is still a worthwhile conversation to be had about what to look for in narcissistic dysfunctional relationships. Because I wouldn't be surprised if Malcolm was like, "You better count these macaroni noodles, bitch, before they get in my bowl." Okay. Yeah. Now my man got... Yeah, that was you, a rough you, one to watch. You shorted me three noodles. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, speaking of narcissism, <laughs> I just want to tell y'all for this next story, um, anyone who told me to start watching Married at First Sight, I'm going to hit up Fatima Johnson so I could sue y'all motherfuckers because y'all got me invested in this crappy-ass show. It's not a good I show. I listen. I, I I watched it when first season when it was like on Discovery, like nobody was watching it, and right. then it moved to a couple channels, and now it's on Lifetime. This is a 12th season. If you're not right. familiar, Married at First Sight. The concept is next slide, please. A bunch of strangers who don't know each other at all um, marry each other on the like walk down the aisle and legally get married. Like they legally get married. And so what they do beforehand, they interview all these people, you do questionnaires, you do all these psychological evaluations, they do background checks, all this stuff to make sure you're not crazy. But this season, somebody fell through the cracks and that would be your man, Chris, right here. This couple is wearing me out. Have <laughs> you seen this season thus far? I haven't watched this season, but I've been hearing about it, a lot about it. Okay. Um, lay, lay, lay me lay me the big rocks. What's going on? So, all right, I'm gonna give you the short version. Okay, Janae, have you seen this? I haven't, but I'm like, is, is this like a, a televised swinger party? Like, what is no, it? No, no, no. So, okay, yes, uh, we know all, said, of all of them. therapy. Okay, so this is the long and short. This is why this couple, it, it, whoever casted this man, should probably 
not cast anybody else. Or okay. I don't know if I don't know if coronavirus and a pandemic made people like fall through the cracks, but I'm gonna tell you the breakdown. He okay met this woman and married her for the show. She was excited. They were matched. They're supposed to be equally yoked. You know how black Christians are equally yoked and yeah. Lord get all of that. So okay, some in the yoke ain't right. The yoke is rotten in this in this union. You got some shell in that motherfucker. <laughs> a lot of shell because this man was married. No, he was engaged to be married a couple months before he joined mm. the show. So he broke up his engagement with his ex-fiance, joined the show, married a stranger. Now that he is married to a stranger, he is learning that his ex-fiance is pregnant. So he has to tell his new wife that his ex-fiance, who he has <laughs> to say he broke up with a couple months ago, he said that they broke up a couple months before the show started, but then he had to tell her on camera that his ex-fiance was six weeks pregnant. Yikes. Mm-mm. Not Mm-mm. only is she six weeks pregnant, okay, he also proceeds to tell his new wife that on the night after they got married, they had sex. Total strangers. They had sex, right? Oh, we get right into morning, it. They had sex. Okay. After they had sex two times, he proceeds to tell her that he is not that attracted to her. Nigga, eat a dick. Okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. Chloe, Chloe, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, uh, you know, I'm feeling stuff right now. You want to <laughs> tell me about, about how you feeling right now? How'd that make you feel? Uh, uh, I, I, I listen. <laughs> There's nothing else I could say. I'm gonna let this man speak for himself. I want you to hear what he said. What cameras rolling to her friends? Let's play this. She is probably the woman that I need, but not the woman that I wanted. And wanted versus needed. Like explain that to us. I think on paper, like it's there, but marriage is more than just careers and money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that dude. She got her helmet on. So I. I'm not 100% attracted to her. Listen, that's after they already got married, Dave. Do you understand what I'm living right now? <laughs> he got a fuckboy haircut, though. Like, from that haircut, you could tell he's going to yeah. fuck up your life. He's going to lie to you. He's going to use your car to pick up other women. There's yeah, a he lot. Bought, yeah, he, he bought that outfit with another broad's money. <laughs> Seriously, during Black History Month too. This is crazy. It gets so much worse because not only did he tell that to her friends after they were, this is at that's at the reception of the wedding. Do you understand? He already said I do, and he told this woman who he's never met before. He said that shit out loud. On the other side of of his head. On the other side of his head. Even his daddy was like, "Yeah, she ain't that cute." His daddy was saying, "Uh, "Listen, whole family trash." Listen, this is what he said to his newlywed wife on their honeymoon in Las Vegas. They're having dinner. This is how he doubles down, right? This is the narcissism. This is him manipulating the situation. <laughs> Look at Chloe said it you up. are an amazing, smart, intelligent black woman, and the experts did a great job of matching you with myself. Like, I would never have a, a negative thing to say to you. You're so sweet. Look his eyes. I'll support you. Whatever <laughs> this is July eyes. Stay if you go. I'm gonna support you. If you go, I might chase after you. But if you stay, uh, let's do it. Uh, I need more time. Watch the eyes. Oh, I have lied like that. Wait, this is a, this is a, this is a, <laughs> he said, Would you would you mind being a stepmom? Because right. he, 
see if she would stay because, you know, he wants to stay on the show because he wants exposure because he's a narcissist. Dave, you said you lie like that. Would you like to? I, th I, I have lied in that way. Like, oh, I've, oh. I've been in that where the eyes dart back and forth and, uh, mm. the, uh, before some heavy shit that I really don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I've been there. That is a uh, classic fuckboy, page uh, 13, uh, buying yourself time. <laughs> Dave, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I do know that you are a very introspective man and you do talk about manhood a lot in your material. Can you please explain to us what gets a man to that point? Like what happens in your life? What happens First in your all, environment? It's, it's conditioning. Uh, his, his daddy probably modeled some, some fuckboy behavior. Uh, he got away with it, both uh, coming up and with the women he dealt with. You're not a bad, good looking dude. And the market is so bad that, uh, you know, it creates it creates that. Uh, somebody fed it. He didn't come up like that by himself. He didn't sit in a room and decide to be like that. It was a, it was it was allowed. It was condoned. It was looked the other way. Even his friends, your men are complicit, looking the other way, not saying shit, all that, all of it. So uh, I, so I feel like what I'm hearing you say, and I could be wrong. What I'm hearing you say is we have to stop calling black men kings. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't, what, what you ain't gonna do? First of all, uh, you don't be. You're not born a king. You're not born a king, and you're not born a queen. You gotta earn those things. You gotta earn those those titles. No, no, I get it. I was just joking, but yeah. yeah I you try to set me up, have the have the goon, the nigga goon review. <laughs> get this simp ass nigga. He a simp. He a Russell. He a no, Russell. Uh, <laughs> But I do think that has a little something to do with it, though. I do think that that arrogance associated with, with positioning yourself, at, you know, right. Janae, somehow, like somehow you're allowed to do. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of entitlement. Yeah. That's a oh, lot yeah. of entitlement with uh, with black men who are uh, on the level who feel they deserve whatever they want and can be uh, and be uh, treat people how they want. Mm. But you know, mm. uh, somebody's <laughs> letting them get away with it on the, at the same time. It's shitty behavior. Uh, and yeah, it's reinforced, and it's reinforced. Uh, yeah. Janae, have you uh, have you dated any kings? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, but they got demoted. Um, <laughs> they got demoted to peasants. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, the th and I've had I've dated dudes who've been like, "Don't call me king." Like they've just straight up been yeah. like, "Yo, don't call me that. Like, I don't want the pressure." You know, they already know. Um, you know, it, it just comes along with the territory. But no, I've dated a lot of guys who felt like they were the prize. Where I'm like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> You're yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It. You don't even I, have a car. You're not the prize. You just have good dick, and that is not a prize. Definitely not a prize. I, definitely. Somebody Dave. is treating the dick like it's a prize. <laughs> Shit, she better go back to the Cracker Jack box for seven minutes, and then well, back to being a dusty nigga. <laughs> like that's just how it goes. Yeah, a bro tip. Not as radical as a whole tip, but just as toxic. <laughs> Perfect way to put it. I hope she's talking about him, not me. Oh, yeah. No, no, not um, you, King. Not you, King. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm recovering. There you go. I appreciate yeah. your growth. Um, yeah. Speaking of toxicity, I feel like that's like a low key theme. Uh, this next video caught my attention, and <laughs> it, it 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 brings me joy. So I'm not even going to spoil it. I just want y'all to watch this video. Um, and let's see how it turns out. And here we go. So the people who are listening, as 
for the podcast version, there is a gentleman in a cold city with snow on the ground who just exited a car. He's walking up a driveway. They ain't Texas, right? Yeah, no, they are in Michigan. I've it's got confirmation it's Michigan. <laughs> he goes up to a porch and you picks up a box and it looks uh, like it's a box until the homeowner comes out. Uh he came out with a whole a whole rifle, not a pistol. I'm talking about not a shotgun, a whole semi-automatic rifle and cocked it. That's the thing that brought me joy. When I heard that cock, I said, ooh, he ain't here. He Chappelle said, when you hear that cock, it'll stop, a, it'll stop a, 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 a mindful human being. Like, yeah. All I want to do is sing the national anthem. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, say can you click nigga, if you don't put my shit down immediately. It's so cool with it. So cool. That so was the first time he walked up on a nigga. That's why he walked on him like that's the third nigga this week. Listen. Right. He was plotting and planning. Okay. He was sitting. Oh. He was sitting at the door. I'm sure his wife was like, "Baby, you still sitting by that door? Ain't nobody gonna come in and get that box. Come and eat. Come and eat. No, baby, I gotta see who gonna come and get this box. I want to know what's in the box. It don't even matter. But I still want to know what's in the box. I want him to try to make a break for it. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, he couldn't because his friend pulled away. His friend pulled off. His ride left him. <laughs> now, now I want us to role play, okay? I want y'all to the role play. Uh, Dave, you were the person who got stopped with the package. Okay, Janae, cool. you are the driver. When the when Dave gets back in the car, what is the conversation y'all have with each other? <laughs> hey, hey, my bad, man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to pull off on you. You see that dude? You ain't you ain't. I mean, you didn't hear me honk when I honk. What does that mean? <laughs> I can't. We talked about this. You be like, I, I can't. I, <laughs> I told you, you old what? man, Johnson, don't fuck around. You told me nobody was home. But I told you, <laughs> old man, Johnson, don't fuck around. You're not yep. hearing me. See, we don't communi- we need this relationship, but we don't communicate well. <laughs> 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 This shit toxic. You gotta go to thief. You gotta go to thief counseling. To you gotta go to counseling because this is costing us a lot in our endeavors. It's costing our business, and it's, it's affecting the home life. I don't like it. Yo, that's funny as fuck. Thief counseling. Oh my right? god, that's I'm bringing that down. Um, say what you mean and mean what you say. <laughs> I mean, if somebody pulled out a gun and cocked it on me, I gotta get a job. I'm sorry. I don't, I, I'm I I apologize for all the things I've done. I just gotta go down. As soon as he, cock, he cocked the gun, I'm unzipping a, a United States Postal Service shirt. Like, excuse me, I didn't wear my shit today. I uh, I, I went. I came from shaking my party, but uh, I want you to sign for this. I mean, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I'm gonna head on out of here. Now let me ask y'all this. Have either one of you had a package stolen? And if so, what was Recently, the most I had, a, I had a case of my Essentia stolen. Right in mm-hmm. New I live in Newark now. Uh, and then, then uh, the day before I moved out of the house that I had in Newark, uh, I got all my shit on the porch. I, li- I mean, literally all my shit on my porch waiting for the guy to come. And this lady came up and was, was picking shit up. I was like, put my stuff down. You know what she said? No. <laughs> Copping in action, though. It's been said no. I said, "All right, I ain't have nothing else. I had no gun or nothing." So she See. took a pair of my shoes. Mm. Dave, you in Jersey? You can get your gun license. Oh, I get- intend to. And yeah. I'm also moving out of Newark. Both. 
Well, yeah. well, stay in Jersey because you can't get a gun in New York. No, um, I'm, I'm moving further out. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, it's not funny. What about you? What was the most disrespectful way somebody stole your package? Ooh, so since this, <laughs> I've had a lot of shit stolen. So I've tried to like support black-owned businesses. I've gotten body butters. I've gotten fucking charcoal toothpaste. Some bundles, bundles, Chloe. Like I on some like Cyber Monday trying to support the homie. Shout out to my park queen. Listen, they didn't stole that. Car has gotten broken into two times. Damn. The second time, let me tell you, I was so heated because I got an actual physical description of the guys. And I'm like, wait, they stole like a bitch's that. Like I had ponytails, wigs, like fur coats, boots, like a lot of stuff from filming. I'm on the go a lot. They stole my Magic Johnson weight loss powder that I bought from Costco, some coconut waters. Two bottles of champagne. Like, I'm just keeping inventory right now. The more I talk about one shoe, Chloe, one. Since we got a fucking wear a pair of shoes. Like, you you and the people in Texas, we need y'all to move. Yeah, I need to move. Okay, too, girl. I'm writing it down. What, what city? My cash app. Maybe if I put my cash app, that could help. Please put your cash app in here so at least you can get money for a shoe. One shoe. Everybody donate to one shoe fund, please. Throw your weight loss powder. Wait, yeah, Magic Johnson got this new vegan powder. I saw that. I'm gonna go big on you because I really want you to tell us about the Magic Johnson weight loss powder. (laughs) I'm gonna be honest, I was in Costco and I was like torn between my regular plant based protein powder, shout out to Orgain, but then I saw this Magic Johnson powder and I never even knew he had it. Like, I knew he had HIV, but I didn't know he had a protein powder. And I've always like not even been afraid of STDs because of Magic Johnson. I feel like if he could get one in his life and glow up, maybe that could be me. So I saw the powder. It's Black History Month. I was like, God, I got to have it. Never even got to try it. So we're just, oh, not going, <laughs> we're just not going to talk about how you're not afraid of STDs? Nah, nah, nah. I mean, look at Magic. Why would you be afraid? Look because at he's face. a billionaire. That's it. You know why? You know why? Because he's I feel like sure. whatever Magic Johnson was putting in his fried chicken, his popcorn at the movie theaters, that was his deal with the devil. Like, get this HIV out of me. I'm a, whatever these niggas need, heart disease, high cholesterol, like, take these niggas. I, let me be free. I don't think he got it. Just like I don't think Stevie Wonder is blind. I think they got the same doctor that would just check off anything so they can still work. Um, you are the second person this in the past six months that I've heard say that they don't believe that Stevie Wonder is blind. I don't. Um, look at Dave's face. I've seen him do the electric slide. I've seen him trip and catch himself. Like, you're not what? blind. If you trip, you're going to fully fall. You're not going to. Uh, this nigga's not blind. He's right there. It's right there. How can you do the electric slide if you're blind? I have no, I have no comment. He's a genius, goddammit. He can feel the, 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 the media chlorines in the air and know which way to go. I don't fucking know. I didn't think about it. Now you got me sitting up tonight. I'm going to look some shit up. I think up. he had a sty for like two weeks and then it worked. He had the glasses and he was like, this feels good. And then it just stuck with him. I can't. He's he been blind since 12. Well, maybe he has a muscle memory. Actually, he's been br- blind since birth. No, was it? Was he, did he? No, start no, no. No. He well, had, no. Both of them. No, I don't remember. Well, I know he started going blind. He wasn't born blind. He, he went blind. Very, Ray very Charles, young. Yeah, Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder were not born blind. Yeah, yeah. Right. Something like that. Um, 
Jesus. Well, I'm going to take your word for it that he can do the electric slide. But yeah, that man, he's not mine. Speaking of proof and put in this next story. A woman on Twitter posted this. She said her name is Icky Vicky. I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not joking. Getting a BB. I don't know why I started doing like an extra black voice because this is a white woman who got her butt done, but I feel like she probably started talking like this as soon as she came out of recovery. Well, she got it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not joking. Getting a BBL was the best decision I've ever done in my entire life. And I will die on this hill. Look at my before and after. She said down this hill. That's hilarious. <laughs> Let's look at her before. Wow. Yeah, that's the book bag, but that's the book bag, but. Before the butt. This is her. <laughs> Dang. Now, okay. I want to say something. I feel like she took this. She looked like a trash can in the background. It's the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's the same look. When? I feel like she took this photo as soon as she left her consultation. She was like, I put my money down. Let's document the before. This is a before. She got peace time. She's saying deuces. Deuces. Now, last let's time, look at the last after. Last time I'm paying for a drink. This is the after. I can't get a contrast, but I, 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 I get the gist. You, she took they, down some some side meat too. They took some side they, meat. She did more than that. She did a yeah. lot. Clear. It is clear oh, that she's still she doing chores. <laughs> she didn't get nobody to do it. Right. She, What's the point of having to ask like that? If you're gonna do manual, you in the fucking field. <laughs> you you miss you miss using your your assets. Facts. I can't. So speaking <laughs> of assets, have either one of you thought about plastic surgery? Never. Um, you know, like I have thought about getting my boobs done before, but then I changed my mind because I feel like once I have a baby, I really feel like God is going to lace me with the titties. Like that's yeah. just how it's going to work. But I also have really good bras. Mm. So I know. feel like, and I have hips and ass. So I feel yeah. like, you know, if I have too much, then we wouldn't even be, a Chloe, you wouldn't even like me. You'd be like, who is this bitch? Listen, I think about that. I think about what, how, how my life would be different if I had like the body that I always imagined that I wanted in my life. Uh -huh. I definitely, I wouldn't be, a, I, I definitely wouldn't be a comedian. Oh, <laughs> hell no. I would not be a comedian by no stretch of the imagination. But I will say this. If you are out there and you do want to get plastic surgery, have at it okay be the person that you want to be don't let anybody stop you from making that decision because some people really need it for their confidence you know like mm -hmm. truly need it for their confidence yeah. um but there is I a can't help, i can't help feeling like the, the the egregious asses are not reading hemingway i can't help feeling like they're <laughs> using the egregious ass to fill the hole in their spirit and somehow they whatever they're just doubling down on the hole like like any other drug it depends on what the hole is because some women, they just want to be flued out and you get flued out when your butt is tight. You know what I'm saying? True. This is true. You get Gucci bags. You can get a Birkin if you got to go things. Okay. I look, I'm, I'm, I'm goofy. Don't mind me. Well, listen, I think that's, that is a, that is a, a, a very rare, um, class of person who gets work done in their life changes in that way. But someone agrees with you and that would be none other than, Plies. Here's what he had to say about the whole Brazilian butt <laughs> and plastic surgery. On a dialogue, real, real quick. I had a conversation with my homegirl about 10, 15 minutes ago. She wanted to get all the surgery done. She wanted to get a butt done, a <clears throat> chest done, a stomach flat, a waist small, her cheekbones lifted, a nose done, the whole enchilada. <laughs> and I just 
this. I'm finna share with you what I just told her. I said, you, do you know what you get all this dog for who you finna attract? She said, no. <laughs> I said an ugly nigga with some motherfucking money. Yeah, an ugly <laughs> nigga with some motherfucking money. That's who all, that's, yeah, only, that's yeah, the only bro. people you ain't finna attract. Because <laughs> an ugly nigga with money, he the only person even care about this shit. Um, <laughs> do you agree? I feel like that's real. So it's kind of hard to listen to him talking about people being fake, getting work done, but it's clear those are not his teeth. But I do agree. I, hey, I, I, that's the first thing I, I mean, noticed. Like, if you those can are get those are manufactured. Can a booty yeah. veneer. Why can't you get a, a booby veneer? Like fake is fake. Listen. So I, 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 niggas got niggas is getting hair units now. You see, I let my shit come yes, in like TV dad. Doing that. My shit is, I, I'm, yeah. I'm letting my shit do. I'm. I saw my nigga hit me. I'm like, yo, I can get your whole shit. He did a vision. He did a video image of what I look like with a fucking with the fuck boy uh, whole shit. And I was sexy, nigga. I was incredible. I was like, you know what? That ain't that ain't what I'm living like. I live this. I got six children. This is my shit. I got the hairline I'm supposed to have. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I'm going to get some more <laughs> muscles. And, 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 you and know, just and shave you, it off. Oh, will you shave it off? Let it I, grow? I, usually, I usually shave it off. But now I'm starting to let it grow in just to show people I earned this. This is stretch marks, nigga. This is man <laughs> stretch marks. Fuck out of here. I, 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 Somebody. Now, I, I, I do well. I do well. <laughs> Somebody like that shit. Somebody definitely like it. You hear his baby crying in the back. Somebody oh, love it. Somebody is in here right now ironing the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're talking about the elective surgeries, but when we talk about self-esteem, as in case with um, Icky Vicky on Twitter with her Brazilian butt lift, I'm sure that definitely boosts her self-esteem because she had no butt. But there are men who also have low self-esteem when it comes to plastic surgery. And this gentleman here is a prime candidate for needing a Brazilian butt I know what you can really show me. Oh, I thought it was somebody else. Nah. Okay. So, whoa. Yeah. What the fuck? Yo, he ain't got no ass. What happened to him? That looks like a vagina. Fam. Somebody got the order wrong. Listen, if you need proof that God does not play fair, that man's ass should not look like that. You hear me? It seemed like God was smoking indica and was like, oh, my bad, nigga, I forgot. Like, that is some, like... You left it in the microwave too long. He supposed to put that in the oven at 350 for 15 minutes, and he put it in the oven for for 350 minutes. That's what happened. Listen, if you were going home with somebody, right, male or female, and this is somebody, the date was amazing. Y'all been on two or three dates. The date is phenomenal. The personality is amazing. You're telling your friends, like, this might be the person I want to be with. And you finally disrobe that person. And that's what you see. First of all, it wouldn't have went that long. (laughs) I got to do research. I need I need to kick the tires. Come on. Come on. Come up out of it. Tires. Kick the tires. Come on. Let's take it around the block. Boop, boop. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's why you be hugging like this. On that's that's what. Yeah, that's when you. I'm bringing another nigga with me too. What do you think about the tires? How you feel about them? Listen, I know women trying to uh, cop a fill on me. I know they when they going for that hug and they bring that hand around your waist to your back. Just trying to see how many rolls I got back there. I'll tell you this too. 
There's two rows back there. Two rows is good. You need two rows. That's an alternative. That's an alternative vagina. That's a that's an alternate garage. More like three rows. Nick, how many rows you got? I got no rows on me. Shut up. I hate Tim. I don't know. My spidey sense otherwise. There's a lot of rolls. When her rolls came in, I got excited. I was like, You like so you like guys like that? You like that? You like to grab that back that back roll? Me? Yeah. No, he's talking about his lady. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hell no. Wait, listen, I'll rub anything. It's a pandemic. I don't care. Listen, it's hard well, out here. What are you doing after this? You, you said you knew the LA. <laughs> hey girl, I'm new. <laughs> okay. Fog up the screen. God damn it. I know. This is too much excitement for Dave. Um, this is birth defect. Oh, it was a birth defect? Listen, listen. He should have got that figured out. How did I mean, his mom change his diapers? It just fell off. <laughs> From, uh, he needed to be changed. How do you get his ass beat? Period. He's spoiled. You tell. If, you whoop, if you whoop somebody like that, you won't. That's a. That's I ain't never a, had my ass whooped. <laughs> he is. He is. He is. Uh, Owen thirty three. I know, right? but the inside of my hands is raw as fuck. <laughs> okay, be beating this thing in the chest. This is our last story of the day, and and I'm only talking about this because oh. I just really want us to figure out how we should eulogize people who are no damn good. Uh, this is my this favorite. Here passed away, uh, Mr. Rush Limbaugh. Um, and uh, I do say good riddance to him. And, and folks on Twitter were saying, oh, we should fly flags that have masks. You know, he was awarded the Medal of Honor by Trump. He has a bust of his head in somebody's congressional hall. And, and I want us to really come together as a people and acknowledge that everybody doesn't need to be eulogized. So since people do want to eulogize this man, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a kick it off. Mm-hmm. Let's get a nice little... Uh, gospel tune going uh mr rush um i hope you burn in a thousand hells i hope the microphone cord is never long enough to reach the adapter where you are i hope everybody that you've ever done wrong haunts you in your dreams as you try to find a cool place in hell anybody else want to jump in on energy feel free the mic is open i hope they bring you a cup of ice with sulfur in it. I hope I hope that all your hell attendants are black. I hope all your demons are women. I hope <laughs> I hope they uh I hope they give you that ass that homeboy had and then they pass you around <laughs> with a fiery shaft that <laughs> never goes out. <laughs> yes, yes. You're eating a, 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 an eternity of uh uh, what's the green pill? What's the blue pill? Yeah, oh, oh, a bunch oh. of demons get hold of your ass with a blue with blue pills and uh, and, and something to prove. There you go, Miss <laughs> Thompson. Go ahead, bring it on home, sis. Ooh, I hope you never reach. Hope you never reach your penis when you pee. I hope you never meet your real daddy. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope you get herpes in your mouth and your throat. I hope you gotta eat 22 biscuits from Popeyes <laughs> with no honey, butter, water, cause it's hot in hell. I hope you go to jail and get broomstick raped. <laughs> 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 Listen, I ain't never heard somebody um make rape, rape sound so good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I almost signed off on that. Hey, man, let me sign up for that bill. Hey, I'm anti-rape. And if anybody was confused about that, the theory is that you don't need to celebrate everybody just because they passed away. Some people were really bad. And if you need any uh affirmation on how bad he was, just take a look at some of the quotes that he's um said over his oh uh, years. Um, go ahead, Tim, go to the next slide. Here we have, here we have him saying, uh, you are a foreigner, you shut your mouth or you get out. Blacks are 12% of the population. Who the hell cares? Let stupid and unskilled Mexicans do that work. We need segregated buses. Now, mind you, he been on the air in the 90s. So him talking about segregated buses mean the racism is real. Okay. The NAACP should get a liquor store and practice robberies. So when y'all <laughs> like some of these are low key funny, some of these yo, sound like Jeff Ross roast. All all of those roasts were better than the shit we said about him. We should have <laughs> put more and energy into this. Women live longer than men because their lives are easier. Not the woman that had to lay next to your monkey ass every night. Trust me, that sis is going through it. Okay. All right. Um, we can take him off the screen. Um, oh, Rush Powell, I hope you a thousand deaths, and I'm so glad that you're gone. Um, and that is why we need to uh, promote good voices like our guests this evening. We need people who can bring some clarity and some levity to life, some focus, right? Some melanin, okay? That's what we do here at Chloe Cross America. We highlight voices that need to be heard from coast to coast. Um, and without any more um, stories to talk about, I want to turn it over to our guests so you can tell people where they can support you. Dave, I'll start with you. Where can people follow you? Oh, uh, please follow me on the Instagramosphere. Instagram is cool. I'm at uh, hashtag Comedian Dave Lester, just like you see on the bottom of your screen. Uh, doing all things comedy and uh, Black Dad putting it together. Uh, on Facebook, I'm on Facebook because I'm old. Uh, Facebook Dave Lester, just just as it sounds. And uh, I'm not on Twitter because uh, I like I just like going to visit. I don't actually <laughs> want to stay there. There you go. And John A, where can people support you and follow you? Yes, um, on at Instagram at John A the Queen, uh, J O N N A E the Queen. Instagram at John A Thompson. How it is presented here, Facebook, um, YouTube, all that jazz. Spotify. You know, you could listen Ooh. to music and iTunes and you know that fun stuff too. Awesome. Thank you both for being here. Um, Thank this was you. Amazing show i'm so glad we were able to have you both on i'd love to have you come back love um, to also uh, again thank you to fatima johnson amazing lawyer civil rights lawyer out of the state of indiana shout indiana. out to her um shout out to williamsburg where we grew up in um thanks to our guests let's give them a round of applause thank you chloe happy belated chloe oh thank you oh, i know it was in january but i but i missed you there you go. I appreciate both of you. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all soon. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Janae. You too. <laughs>
Uh, there you go, Co-Americans. It's been another amazing show. Thank you all to supporting us and hanging out with us. We're here every Thursday. Um, if you do not catch the show live, you can watch it on our YouTube channels. Um, listen, there's a new channel. We have a new channel. We have a new channel. I've been saying this for a couple months now. Thank you for the po folks who have subscribed to it. If you need to get the link, it will be in the caption of this video or the podcast, or you can go to the Chloe Across America Instagram page where you can go to the link in the bio and subscribe to the new channel because you want to do a bunch of new stuff. So follow that new channel so we can do a bunch of new stuff. Uh, Tim, is there anything that you would like to say to the people before we break out? Yeah, I want to apologize uh, for the stuff I said about Texas because um, I said a lot of really nasty things about Texas. But, On social media? Uh, yes. Mm. And I have friends that live there, but I told them basically fuck y'all too. So when they come and knock on your door because you have heat and hot, and hot water, you're going to let them stay there? Basically. No. no. So then you ain't really apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> Can't tell a lie. All right, Tim, say goodnight to everybody. Peace. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Oh, Telephone. And then Gabriel, the, the Gabriel guy. What about? He, he's he's banned from the island. Oh, Lord. Okay, we'll talk about it after the show. Yeah, no, All right. We gotta go. See you, everybody. Take care. Bye bye. Do your job, Tim. Come on, Tim. You got it. Let's do it. Hit the button. Take me by the hand.